Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 278 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Pastor Jay. How the hell are you guys doing today? It is Wednesday, oh, February 17th, 2021, uh, and I am glad to be here. Uh, this is the first show of the week, so I haven't talked to you guys since Saturday night. So you'd think I have a lot to talk about, but most likely not. <laughs> uh, as always, uh, you guys know how it rolls around here. I'm going to talk about stuff. Feel free to talk it. Yeah. Feel free to call in to talk with me about the stuff I'm talking about or call in for the stuff you want to talk about. If you're too shy to call in, go ahead and type stuff out in the chat box and I'll try to respond to you. And hold on one second. What is it, cat? The adventures with the cat continue. <clears throat> the dogs still uh, torment the cat, but the cat's uh, getting better about it. It's I don't know. I, I Sometimes I worry about it because I think we're ca causing detrimental damage to the uh, cat's psyche. Uh, being a young growing cat on the other hand the cat seems to <clears throat> while she while he runs away when they attack it he comes right back afterwards so I, I somehow or another i think he kind of enjoys it so i'm trying not to worry about the cat too much which is by the way visibly growing <laughs> i mean you know it's uh i've had a puppy before obviously and uh, uh so i assume cats are similar to it but this cat's growing like a motherfucker we've had this cat like two weeks maybe and it's like twice the fucking size it was. We haven't weighed it yet, but Jesus Christ, it's visibly larger two weeks later. Um, and I know I Maine Coons are going to be big cats, so that might have something to do with it. But it's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, so um, as far as my personal stuff going, uh, I feel like shit. I've been sick for like three or four days uh, to the point where I actually skipped my workout today. Uh, I was going to actually I was going to work out. But my wife talked me out of it. She said, if I'm not feeling well, it's kind of stupid to work out and wear yourself out. I need to rest and recover. But it's like some sort of head cold sort of bullshit, uh, in addition to my general feeling like shit that I always do. So I don't really feel justified to skip a workout. Um, however, when I tried to do a workout, I had no energy or strength at all. So, I mean, I, it's a yoga thing. So I could have went through the motions and stretched out and stuff. But like any kind of productiveness was like out the window as soon as I started, I could tell. It's just kind of, uh, it's... I don't know. It's kind of annoying, <laughs> but uh, what are you going to do? Uh, I, I just, I hate the winter in general for this. It saps all my motivation to work out. It's super cold in my, in my uh, breezeway. So I, uh, as far as lifting weights, it's a pain in the ass to do. Um, and it, it's, it's like this every winter. I, I kind of lose my motivation. No, I'm not normally this bad. Normally I, I only dropped like a three or four day uh, workout thing instead of a five or six day. Like I like to do, but this, I don't know, I guess it's the, the depression of all the COVID stuff and not feeling great. And, you know, but uh, we shall persevere, however you say that. <laughs> uh, so that means I didn't do any workout today. What else did I not? I didn't do shit, really. Um, you know, the entire not feeling well thing. The past couple of days have been kind of on the rough side. We had a ridiculous amount of snow um, day before yesterday, I believe. And when I say ridiculous amount, it wasn't a ridiculous amount. It was somewhere between uh, eight and probably 10 inches, depending where you were in the area. So it, it was a good snow. <clears throat> and it was enough to show me that I can't do that shit anymore. And apparently I need to buy a, a uh, snow thrower. Uh, Cause I tried to go out there. I was man. I managed to do a couple swipes in my backyard for my dogs. And I was done. Um, my back started barking at me immediately. And that was just depressing. Cause that's why I'm doing the entire yoga thing to try to make the back stronger. But uh, luckily I had a friend who stopped by with a, a snow thrower later in the day. And uh, we got that shit knocked out. Um, I was embarrassed to say that my wife actually did more shoveling than I do. Uh, Cause the thing that I mainly tried to do was, uh, was get her car out of the driveway because after I knocked out like a line or two in the backyard, I thought I was done. But then I realized that she had to work that day. So I went out there and I tried a little bit, but fucking she got more of it done than I did. And luckily a friend of ours happened to stop by of a snow thrower um, who, 
who knew about my snow shoveling issues and helped us out with that. We got it all done. But I know I, I basically have to buy a snow thrower. I'm old enough and I complain about it enough that uh, it needs to be done. But they're fucking expensive. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, uh, like the very, very, very low end ones look like they're five or six hundred dollars uh, for what they call single stage, which I think I assume bad since all the uh, uh, more expensive ones say like they're dual stage or some shit like that. But basically, if you want to buy a decent snow thrower, you're going to spend eight, eight hundred to a thousand dollars. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but over here in Passive J land, eight hundred to a thousand dollars is a lot of money. Um, it's not going to happen this season. I mean, I actually happen to have the money to buy one right now through odd circumstances. But almost everything you can buy is like delivery two or three weeks from now. And guess what? In two or three weeks, two or three weeks from now, summer will be uh, fucking here. Well, not summer, but winter will be over. We'll be getting into our early spring. And um, I don't know. Maybe I should wait till June and buy a, a snow thrower, or get them on sale or some shit. I don't know uh, if uh, that's the sort of thing that goes on sale off season since I've never actually shopped in snow throwers. And I always call them snow blowers, but apparently that's a completely different thing. I was unaware that some people use uh, like leaf blower type things to get rid of snow as well. And that seems like very inefficient. Uh, I mean, I guess if you've got a really light snow, you could use a, a blower to get it off the driveway and stuff like that. But uh here in Michigan, a lot of our snows are heavy, thick stuff. And I don't think a, uh, like anything that tries to blow the snow would do shit. You need a snow thrower. And, uh, and I'm not complaining about the winter part of it at all, by the way. I live in Michigan. That's the sort of shit you can expect. Um, apparently, they're having a lot of troubles uh, all across the country of winter weather and unexpected places. Uh, I have a friend. Well, not a friend. I know a dude. I actually don't even know a dude. I see, uh, there's a guy that posts on our forum a lot that's in Texas. And he was talking about how fucking he lost power like several days ago. And... Uh, it's, you know, and the last time I checked, he said it was like 38 degrees in his house. And uh, that's got to suck because Texas is not set up for that sort of shit. The, the roads are all impassable because they don't have salt trucks. Nobody has chains, and which is not a thing here in Michigan either, by the way. But we have salt trucks and stuff like that. So we don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, Texas sounds like it's having a bad time. And it's, it, it's always stupid when you pe see people, oh, suck it up, man. It's this cold here all the time. You Texas people can't handle a little cold. Well, they're not set up for it, you know? That'd be like me complaining, you know, uh, about it being like 115 degrees for in Michigan for uh, two months in a row. And then, you know, someone in Texas or Arizona like, uh, saying, oh, just suck it up. You know, that's just a little hot. Well, in Michigan, like two or three weeks of 115 degree weather would fucking wreck us. Dude, our, you know, uh, fucking the power grid would probably go down from the overconsumption of the air conditioning, if nothing else. You know, so it's hard it's easy to make fun of somebody's uh weather woes uh, when it's something they're not used to but you know it, the shoe can go on the other foot just as easy having said that I've, i'm sure i just cursed michigan to several weeks of 115 degree weather <laughs> at this point it doesn't sound that bad but i know it would be uh michigan weather is not nearly that bad obviously in the summer um actually like lower to mid 80s is most of michigan during the summer uh you, you of course we will have a couple days and maybe even a stretch of days of 90 or 91 but that's as hot as it gets really um and the majority of the summer will be from 75 to 85 really uh, michigan's a great place in the summer and, and spring and fall it just sucks ass in the fucking winter <laughs> uh but uh, apparently if everyone's going to be getting winter now then there's no reason for me to even move because <laughs> That's who I feel sorry for all the people that move from like, you know, Michigan and like the upper fucking states to get away from the winter and like move down to Texas or some shit. They must think they're cursed at this point. The weather's following them around. But yeah, but it is, it is sucky here in Michigan. Uh, I was 
surprised at my gas bill, how low it was when I got it today. But I have a feeling a big portion of that was uh, from the previous part of winter, which was not bad at all. Uh, the first half of our winter in Michigan was fantastic. Uh, like a lot of times it was like 35 to 40. Um, the, it snowed, every time it snowed for the first half of the winter, it get warm again and melt it. So the first half of the winter was fucking great. Um, and, uh, but the second half of the winter is making us pay for the good first half because it is fucking cold and suck ass. I'm happy to announce that the, uh, all the bars and restaurants are back open. So we're not reduced to eating outside anymore. Uh, not that I know my, my wife being the hypocritical person that she is, doesn't want to go out. I call her hypocritical. She, cause she works at a fucking fast food place. Well, not a fast food place, but like, you know, she, she works in, in a public retail setting, uh, but says she's scared to go out to eat because she doesn't want to catch anything. Yeah, I I haven't bothered to argue with her on it because <laughs> clearly logic's not going to win that argument. <laughs> oh, oh, I see Sly's uh, fucking half drunk over in the chat box. Hey, Sly, how you doing? <laughs> Beer and sake. Oh, that's great. Uh, let's see. Okay. Do you guys got anything you want to talk about today? Uh, throw it out in the chat box or give me a call. Otherwise, I'm going to swing on over to the OG and see what they're talking about. Oh, actually, you know what? I, gotta do, I do have a couple things. One or two. Uh, excuse me half a second while I take off this uh, sweater. It's getting warm in here. Oh, yeah. Taking it all off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's better. Yeah. Um, still in more uh, J personal news. I need to get a hold of the people uh, uh, at Positive Grid who make uh, something called the Spark Amp. Because apparently I'm going to be doing a review on that in a couple few weeks when I get that. Because I bought one of those fuckers. Uh, I bought one of those fuckers on the advice of one of the uh, fuck yeah bros, which is uh, the secret group of uh, military commandos who actually run this entire show. Um, <laughs> but uh, one of them picked up a, a spark amp and gave it such a glowing review that I decided to get one myself. So I'm going to uh, uh, definitely check it out. Um I've been getting crap for weeks and weeks and months and months about the fact that I play bass, but I don't have an amp because uh, I play it all through the Rocksmith systems, which means I play my bass through my PlayStation, a TV, uh, a sound bar and like a 350 foot, a 350 foot and a 350 watt subwoofer, which sounds pretty good. But they, I got crap over and over and over again about the fact that I don't actually own an amp. So I was told that I don't actually play bass guitar, which surprised me because I have it in my hands often. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I was doing that entire time. So uh, when I saw that one get such a great review, I decided to give it a shot. One of the reasons I decided to give it a shot is apparently it has all these tools, uh, like auto play along. So you can play along to a song and, and like, uh, like a virtual bandmates that will play different, uh, you know, uh, rhythms and stuff for you, which sounds a lot like fucking Rocksmith. So basically it sounds like Rocksmith, but without a TV, it's, it does it all on like, a uh, on, uh, on an app. So we're going to give that a shot. Uh, it's primarily built for guitar people. I think it has like 34 or 40 or I know I think it said it had a couple hundred different uh, amps for guitars, but like four for basses. <laughs> but that's four, that's fine. That's four, that's four more uh, amps than I have right now. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it works out. Uh, I know one of the other fuck yeah bros also purchased it as well. So there's gonna be at least three of us with them. Uh, and hopefully we'll start a revolution. <laughs> Or it will suck, and I'll tell you guys about it in a couple weeks. It wasn't too terribly expensive; like it was under three hundred dollars. So um, it's not the end of the world if uh, if it's uh, not awesome. But yeah, so that's going. What's going on with that? Oh, in the gun news, as you guys know, I purchased my first pistol a while ago, and I've been taking lessons and all that good stuff. Um, <clears throat> I ordered something the other day uh, called a laser dry fire system. Uh, what it is is like this little uh, laser, basically that they you shove in the barrel of your gun, and uh, 
using an app and a laser and all this good stuff. Basically, it's supposed to show you when you jerk your gun when you're when you're pulling the trigger. Uh, the purpose of a dry fire uh, exercise is to make it so that when you pull the trigger uh, on that pistol, the pistol does not move. It doesn't move up down. It doesn't move up. It doesn't move down. It doesn't move to the side sides. It doesn't move at all when you pull that trigger. The trigger's got a light enough pull, every trigger on every pistol, from what I assume, that you can pull it without moving the pistol. So that's what you have to practice to learn to do because obviously a, a little movement at the start of the pistol can equal a lot of movement on the bullet if it, as it travels farther and farther away. So the... Uh, dry fire system like uses a laser. So when you pull the trigger, it will see with the laser, if the laser stays straight or if it moves up or down and there's like apps and stuff that you can use and like different systems where you can fire at a target and you'll use your camera as your, excuse me, your phone as a camera that um, it will virtually show you where the bullet holes should be appearing on the uh, target. So it'll, it'll show you if you're hitting accurately or if it's pulling up or if it's pulling down. And it's a neat concept, and once again, it was also something that wasn't too terribly expensive. Uh, so I figured I'd go with that, because honestly, uh, I'm not a huge fan of firing that gun so far. <laughs> I'm just not experienced with it, and, and it was loud and scary. Uh, I'm going go, going to go back and do it some more, but I figured uh, with it, as expensive as ammo is, it would be a good idea to get this and practice that part of it. They they also say, you know, you should practice stuff like the draw, grip, and then pull the entire fire thing. So you can do that all at home without wasting approximately, I don't know, 50 cents a bullet for what I'm paying for most of my stuff, I think. And that's cheap. <laughs> it goes up from there. Um, I do want to set up a new, another range uh, session in the next week or two, though. I want to just uh, put like, uh, I want at least the other 45 rounds out of the 50 rounds of the box I have. Uh, I think I have like three or four rounds all together, but, and then I, right after that, I need to look into cleaning, um, a pistol. Cause I haven't done anything with that yet. Uh, I've only fired five rounds through my pistol, so I don't think it needs the cleaning yet, but <laughs> oh, excuse me, but clearly that's something I should look into, especially since I've heard uh, a nine eleven is a little more complex than some other pistols, as far as like taking it apart and cleaning it and all that good stuff. So I'm going to look into that, uh, shortly and then go out and fire some rounds off. I don't know. It just doesn't. I was disappointed when I went. Actually, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, shooting guns is fun. It's awesome." Like, yeah, that, 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 that. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I'm a man, kinda." I mean, I'm sure I'll, uh, I'm sure I'll enjoy firing off firearms. Yeah, you know, everyone. I, I used to love first-person shooters, so why not? Yeah, and I didn't. <laughs> I think I was just too nervous about the entire process. You know, um, as I've mentioned before, my uh, stepdad was an alcoholic uh, crackhead who loved guns. So he had a lot of them around the house and he did spectacularly stupid things with them when he was drunk. So, so guns make me uncomfortable. I'll be honest with you guys. But uh, in this crazy world that we're living in, I feel like I'd be doing myself and my wife a disservice if I did not have one, um, which is kind of a pessimistic attitude, but I also believe it's kind of a realistic one. Um, the, when I married her, you know, um, it became my duty to make sure she's okay. Uh, I know that's like old school and stuff, but that's kind of how it should work. Uh, the same thing applies. Otherwise, it's her job to make sure I'm okay. And one of my jobs, you know, making sure that she's okay is physically. So I ain't being an old fucker who's, despite the fact that I'm a big guy, I'm not really in the uh, market to be fighting people anymore. So uh, I'd much rather shoot somebody if I have to uh, have a physical altercation. Yay. And I don't want that to ever happen. God forbid. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing that I worry about having a gun. I, cause I don't want to shoot anybody. I, I, if I can go through my life without ever firing that thing, I'd be happy as a motherfucker. Um, but 
On the other hand, I would regret it for the rest of my life if I needed it and I didn't have it. Uh, I, and my, the rest of my life might not even be that long, depending on the circumstances. Yep. All right. Anyways, that's kind of a... Uh, oh, Sly said, you want, Sly said he wants to talk to Mrs. PJ. She is at work. I do believe I've talked her into being on a show. Um, I don't think she's working tomorrow, so we're gonna, I'm going to try to get her on tomorrow. That'll be a fun, uh, a fun time. So have your Mrs. PJ uh, questions ready for tomorrow while she'll be on. And uh, hopefully I won't have to mute her and kick her off really quick <laughs> while she tells all the Passive J secrets I don't want you guys to know. <laughs> There's not that many Passive J secrets. <laughs> all right, let's see what they're talking about on the OG. If you don't know what I'm talking about for our new listeners, uh, the OG I'm referring to is The Other Ground. I, it's, in addition to being the name of my show, it's also the name of the off-topic part of a mixed martial arts forum called the underground see the underground's the main topic the other ground's the off topic get it it's a dumb joke yeah all right let's see what they're talking about over there <clears throat> classic cars oh i want a classic car but that's not really much of a topic <laughs> school me on leasing versus buying a car well i could talk about that but that's kind of a boring subject uh they're still talking about wandavision which god damn dude i'm loving that show more every week i was ecstatic to find out that the last three episodes are going to be an hour long so the last three episodes are going to be twice as long as the first ones um and i you know i posted this on twitter today uh Disney Plus and these other services that are doing this that have decided to not stream all of their episodes at once to put them out once a week. It's really a fucking genius move. Uh, if they were to let all the WandaVision episodes out all, all at once, we would have all watched them already uh, and talked about it for a week or two and we would be done with it. There'd be nobody talking about WandaVision right now, most likely. Um, and that's not the case. They're talking about it every week. Lots of people, myself included, look forward to it every week. It's a brilliant strategy to keep the name in people's uh, thoughts for longer and longer because that's what you want to do with entertainment. You, you want, you know, it has more of an impact when you stretch it out. That said, I fucking hate it. God damn, I fucking hate it. I want this. I want those other three episodes right now. I don't want to wait till Friday for an episode, much less the Friday after that for another one and the Friday after that for another one. It's a great marketing thing, but God damn it, dude, it sucks. <laughs> that's how it was with me that's how it was with game of thrones i i didn't uh discover game of thrones until um they were just starting no no they were about halfway through the fourth season when uh when i started watching game of thrones so i basically binged all three and a half you know all three seasons and like a week or something like that or, uh and loved every fucking minute of it and right up to the point where i caught up to the show and then it was fucking horror. Wait a week for an episode. Wait a week for an episode. Wait a week for an episode. And then wait fucking nine months for new episodes every time this, you know, for the new season. It, it reached a point um, for me when I go looking for a new show, I almost want to know what the run for the show is already. I kind of want it to be finished. And I want to know how many seasons you got because I don't want to invest into a, some show that's only got one fucking season and it gets canceled. That's. That's that's happened enough times. I don't even want to invest my time into it. You've got to have at least a couple seasons to attract my attention. It can't be a great show if it only had one season. Or that's even worse sometimes. If it was a great show and it only had one season and you at the end of it, it gets cut off. Yeah, fuck, I didn't even want to watch it then. <laughs> mm. No spoilers along the line there, Jay. I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about. So hopefully I didn't spoil anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Oh, no spoilers long. Uh, no, uh, -uh cause, uh, I didn't really go any place where there would be, uh, Game of Thrones spoilers. Um, the, 
I knew that season three, episode nine was crazy, but no one, but no one uh, had spoiled for me why. And I won't do that for anybody else. Although if you haven't seen Game of Thrones at this point, come on, dude. <laughs> come on. That's, you should probably just go ahead and see it. Um, but with the WandaVision, it's frustrating. I've never been a patient person, and this is proved to me over and over again. Uh, yes, Wolf, that was. That's not a spoiler, since I'm not going to say what it is on the air. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, and I don't know why I'm like that, because obviously before streaming came around, that's how it was with every fucking TV show in the world. You, know, you waited every week. Remember that? Remember back before streaming and before all this other stuff where you had to be there to watch the show or you fucking missed it? Uh, you know, TV is still obviously a really big a part of a lot of people's lives. Um, but the way we approach it has changed so much over the years. TV, what used to be an event, they, that's what they called it, event TV. Stuff that you couldn't miss because it wasn't going to come around again. I mean, maybe in reruns, but you know what I'm saying? So like if you know, like if you missed the uh, the season finale of Seinfeld, you missed the fucking season finale of Seinfeld. You didn't go watch it the next day. You didn't go online and come out and find it. You missed it. Fuck you. You know that's how it worked. Um, and that is so not the case nowadays. Uh, like for example, one division's coming out on Friday, but it's coming out Friday at exactly twelve oh one. So so some people are going to be watching it. You know at twelve oh one p.m. Uh, some people are going to be watching it at 8 in the morning when they get up, like me. Uh, some people will watch it on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, and it's, you know, and, but, which brings us, of course, to the, the flip side of that, that being the case of spoilers and stuff. Um, since people can wait to see the show, that's what brought up the entire possibility of spoilers. It used to be, no, you, you know, there wasn't such, no, no such thing as spoilers. It's like, oh, you told me you know, uh, on so-and-so and so-and-so, you missed this. Well, yeah, that's kind of a spoiler, but you're not spoiling it for them because they're not going to get to see it. You know, they missed that shit. Now people can watch shit whenever they want and all, uh, and spoilers are, are a thing now. And I've watched people fucking get the huge fights over that shit. You know, uh, the entire, um, you know, the entire fucking, oh yeah, I'll juice point out one, no pause. Oh God, that was a big one too, wasn't it? I mean, and and, and if there's like a, a commercial coming on and multiple people had to use that bathroom, it could be a fucking riot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that those were back in the days when commercials were a useful thing because you needed to use it. Movies, <laughs> movies at theaters were spoilers. Yeah, that's very true. Um, movie movie trailers. Yeah, um, I know people that don't watch movie trailers now that they because they think it spoils the movie for them. Yeah, they decide whether they decide whether they're going to watch the movie or not based on what the movie is about. They don't watch any trailers, which I think is kind of weird because in certain cases you kind of need the trailer to give you an idea about the what the movie's about, right? I mean, unless you're just walking in the movie theaters blind, going, "Hey, give me a ticket for fucking something." I don't care <laughs> what's on right now. So I, I, I'm of the opinion that trailers are useful. Uh, I do agree that in certain cases the trailer shows you half the fucking movie. Um, but I don't think you can get around that unless you just want to go into everything blind. Uh, Wolfcastle said pride used to be on Japan and then it was on USA two weeks later. Lots of spoilers online. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, for those who are unaware of pride as a uh, uh, mixed martial mixed martial arts organization in Japan. But back in the day uh, they got bought out by UFC. God back when's that 2005, 2006. Wasn't that around somewhere around then? 
when uh, all the uh, Pride guys came over to the UFC? Somewhere around there. Somewhere between 2003 and 2006 would be my guess. I can't remember the exact time. And uh, they had some uh, pretty awesome fuckered fighters over in Pride. Uh, most of them didn't do well over in the USC. A couple of them did. Most of them did not. I never knew why. I don't know if it was because they were fighting in a cage, which is different than fighting in a ring, or just the fact that their biggest stars as they came over were already getting older, so they kind of, you know, were starting to decline in their skills. Probably a combination of both. Wolfcastle says steroid testing. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not sure if they back, back in 2005 they did all that much uh, steroid testing in the UFC either. Uh, of course, they didn't do any at all in Pride, so I guess that is a difference. <laughs> One second, guys. I gotta get a drink of water. It's been cashed this entire week from this fucking being sick. Sorry. <laughs> I did not mean to slurp my water. <sighs> War Pride. There you go, Archie. Colin, 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 dude. Let's talk about Pride. The Pride, the Pride, I started watching MMA right at the end of Pride. So um, I did not get to experience a lot of the cool stuff firsthand. I watched it later on online and all this good stuff. Um, but uh, when I first, yeah, when I first started watching, uh, like uh, Chuck Liddell was the heavyweight, light heavyweight champion, I believe. Um, they just done they had already done a couple seasons of the ultimate fighter because i remember the first season of the ultimate fighter i saw live was season five which is how i know that i started watching you uh ufc in like 2005 2006 because that's right when that was um and uh they had just started uh started bringing over like wanda lay silva and uh rampage jackson um uh you know anderson silver had already been over for a while obviously um yeah and uh God, just, just a lot of good, like Henderson was pride, wasn't he? Wasn't pride? Yeah, wasn't Henderson pride? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Just a ridiculous amount of uh, fucking good fighters over there. And it was a, a different sort of spectacle. Uh, I don't know if part of it was the fact that the Japanese are really, really different sort of audience uh, than Americans are. A lot more respectful, for one thing. They would actually get quiet while watching a fight. <laughs> like, ooh, as opposed to the Americans, or, or, or especially the fucking Brazilians, who are like, go crazy during the fights. Uh, and Pride was really cool, because they were, believed in a lot more of the spectacle of it. Um, like, for instance, for example, excuse me, um, walkouts. Pride had amazing walkouts for a lot of their fighters. Uh, UFC doesn't really let them do shit. Uh, you know, uh, the best they can do is maybe do a little dance on their way down, down the thing, you know, uh, with pride, there's costumes and fireworks and fucking gigantic intros and, uh, some, you know, uh, all kinds of just crazy shit. This Genkai Suko, I can't remember the guy's name. This one guy was like the king of it. He had a, an amazing, awesome intro every fucking time. Um, God, what's that dude's name? I was it doesn't matter. I'd mispronounce it if I said it, if I remembered it anyways, uh, Wolf Castle mentioned something about Bob Sapp. Bob Sapp was fucking awesome. I love Bob Sapp. Um, I love everything about him. I love his attitude. Uh, I love the fact that he's a giant motherfucker. Um, I love I love the fact that he decided he's going to keep on fighting without trying to fight anymore. Because <laughs> people kept on paying him. I don't blame the guy. You know, if you watch a guy uh, fight for 45 seconds and then crumble from like the first solid hit, and you decide you're going to hire him for your organization, you get what you deserve. Yeah, so I wish nothing, uh, nothing but the best for Bob Sapp. Oh, fucking some of those uh, commercials he did in Japan were goddamn amazing. 
uh you guys you're talking about sakura Oh, I'm going to say his name wrong, so I'm not going to try. The Gracie Henry guy. And yes, Sly Dog, I was thinking of trying to think of Genki Sudo. That is exactly what I was trying to think of for the guy with the amazing entrances. <sighs> yep, there's a, just a lot of good stuff there. But And, I, and as I mentioned, I miss, missed almost all of it. I uh, started, oh, you know, I'm going to look it up because, God damn it. Oh, season five uh 2007 yeah okay so yeah yep i uh apparently i got into mma in 2007 i thought it was 2005 or 2006 but no um because the ultimate fighter 5 was the first one i remember seeing live and then i went back and followed the other ones so which means i've only been let's see 17 18 19 20 21 so oh so i've only been an mma fan for like 14 years so i'm basically a newbie at it <laughs> hmm all right, let's see what else we got to talk about. So, but yeah, uh, Pride stuff was pretty cool to start off with. You know, okay, you know, I'm going to go back just for a second because I want us to check out something. Uh, let's see. I uh, who were the UFC champions in 2007? This should be interesting. Let's see if we can get a list of it. Um, UFC in, yeah, here we go. This is interesting. Uh, I'm looking at title fights in 2007. Um, in 2007, Randy Couture beat Tim Sylvia for the heavyweight uh, belt. Okay, that's yeah. Yep, that's all. Yeah, these of course they're all gonna be right. Oh shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. I guess uh, Matt Sarah beat George St. Pierre in 2007. Quentin Jackson beat Chuck Liddell in 2007. Uh, Anderson S uh, Silva. Uh, defeated uh, Nate Morquart. Uh, I'm I'm sure that wasn't his first one. Uh, for in middleweight, uh, then Sean Shirk defeated Hermes Franca. There's a name you haven't heard in a long time. Um, let's see. And then uh, then later on, Randy Couture defeated Gabriel Gonzaga. Uh, Quentin Jackson defeated uh, Dan Henderson. I, I forgot. I forgot that. I forgot that they uh the the that they did the entire title USC champion versus Pride champion. Although Quentin's basically Pride, so it's basically Pride versus Pride. And then in middleweight, uh, Anderson Silva beat uh, Rich Franklin. God, that was a fucking horrible one, wasn't it? And last but not least, uh, George St. Pierre defeated Matt Hughes. So that must have been where we. Uh, that must have been the. Huh. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Oh, did did George St. Pierre fight Matt Hughes uh, before he got the uh, belt back from Matt Sarah? Is that what happened? Oh, I guess that is, huh? I th I didn't think that they ever fought without him. Be oh yeah, I guess they did. Yeah, yeah. I I forgot about that. I I thought the only time uh, GSP fought Hughes was for the belt, but apparently not. But yeah, the, that guy that, that makes me nostalgic. Just talking about the the names back there, back then. Randy Couture beating Tim, Tim Sylvia. That's, uh, I'm gonna go back and watch that fight. I bet you that, that was a fun fight. Now that I recall, I always felt bad for Tim Sylvia. Um, he got made a fun on constantly online. Cause you know, he's kind of a big clumsy guy. Uh, that does not look like he has a lot of athletic ability, which is exactly why I liked him. <laughs> Because he's he's basically me, you know. The dude's like six foot eight. Uh, he outweighs me by quite a bit, obviously. Um, but you know, uh, 
he got but the reason i liked him because he's a tall un, unathletic dude who got where he was by working his fucking ass off um i've read interviews for people talking about tim sylvia and he worked his fucking ass off in the gym every fucking day it didn't come easy for him he's, he was unathletic people weren't you know people when people joke about that they're right uh but he did what he had to to get where he needed to be and i, I that uh, impresses me quite a bit um now, personality-wise, I don't give a shit about him one way or another. I don't even know what his personality is. <laughs> but uh, I was I was always impressed by uh, what he did with what he had. So, you know, not everybody starts off with all kinds of amazing athletic gifts. Um, we all can't be Sly Dog. Um, so, you know, some of us have to work hard at that shit. So I, I give him props for that. I do not give him props for apparently wearing the belt around fucking town. <laughs> Come on, Sly Dog. We all know you're an athletic specimen. <laughs> yeah but apparently uh, tim sylvia used to wear the ufc heavyweight belt around like the bars and shit like that and that's bad for him that's you know you, you, that's trying too hard <laughs> all right what else we got today yeah feel free to call in one of you fuckers i get lonely talking to myself here all the entire goddamn show <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got to talk about today they're doing a, a, a thing on the forum where they post pictures uh, mockingly of what they think other forum members look like. They never do that for me, by the way, uh, mostly because I've posted my picture a bazillion times in that forum and everyone knows exactly what I look like. Okay. God damn it. Only half hour. I'm struggling to, today, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm struggling to find things to talk about. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can babble about fucking anything for about a half an hour, but I don't think it's quality. I don't think I'm bringing quality topics today, guys. Let me see what else I can do about that. Let's go to Yahoo, source of all news. See if there's something they can talk about. Uh, the problem with Yahoo News um, is that it tends to um, keep track of the articles that you click on and then give you more content like that which is fine on the surface of it. But the problem I, I encounter now is half of the stories I'm looking at are about WandaVision. Seriously. Like here's one about what a new WandaVision fan theory explains how vision is actually still alive. Then uh, something about Lindsay Vaughn's butt. And then the 23 biggest questions we still have about Marvel's WandaVision. Then uh, a couple cues of shooting a woman who shuts them in a movie. And then read this, the newspaper profile that killed Marvel's greatest team. <laughs> I mean, you know, unfortunately, my tendencies have made my news source very specific. <laughs> so I can't really use that unless you guys want to talk about WandaVision, and we've already established that that's enough of that for right now. Well, let's see. <gasps> Sly, oh yeah, I'm glad Sly here, because I've got important news for you, Sly. Did you see that Burger King is entering the chicken sandwich wars? That's right, friends. Burger King will be making a chicken sandwich. Uh, I believe they said it's going to be, hold on a second, I gotta look it up because I don't want to give fucking Sly the wrong information. I know how seriously he takes his Burger King. All uh, right, Burger King, sandwich. Let's see, there's the news. Here we go. Straight from the source. Burger King doesn't want to come out as a loser in, in fast food's chicken sandwich wars, so it's planning an upgrade. Chain said Wednesday that it is replacing its current crispy chicken sandwich with a new hand-breaded version. The new product, which comes in original or spicy, is made with a savory signature sauce and is served with pickles on a potato bun. It will be available at Burger King restaurants across the country later this year. So, uh, what do you think about that, Sly? Burger King's... Archie, don't talk about... Don't talk about Burger King bad. That's Sly's favorite place. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, Burger King's good. Uh, it's uh, not my favorite uh, fast food. I'll be honest with you, my favorite fast food is Taco Bell. Because you can't fuck up Taco Bell. I've never walked away from Taco Bell really disappointed. I've ne- I mean, I've, not, I've walked away not amazed. Excuse me. But you can't fuck up a burrito or a taco that bad. <laughs> uh, so I've, I've, I, they're the, the restaurant or fast food chain that I've had the most consistently good food. Uh, every other place, it's always hit or miss. Uh, my wife is a huge Burger King fan. It's her favorite place by far. It's not even competition. She loves a Whopper. Whopper of cheese. That's her thing. Um, I'm, as I mentioned, you know, I, if, I, if I do do Burger King, it's normally just a couple cheeseburgers. I, was always a, uh, I can handle those. Archie's over here, sorry, he's trying to live his in-and-out truth, saying that uh, Burger King is not that great. Come on, you guys can call in and argue about it for 20 minutes, that'd be great. (laughs) I'm so fucking lazy today, I don't even want to do my own show. Uh, I told you guys that when the winter hits, I just get fucking lazy, you know? Wendy's over, oh, I got people throwing Wendy's out there too, Wendy's, you know, I was never a huge Wendy's fan, I don't know why. Um, mostly because I don't like a lot of like stuff on my burger and Wendy's normally had a lot of stuff. I've noticed like, uh, oh, White Castle over Burger King. Fuck. Now, now you're talking Archie. Um, White Castle is is my secret, uh, crush. It's, it's horrid fucking shit. Um, but drunken food, it's really hard to beat White Castle. I mean, you knock out like fucking 10 of their cheeseburgers. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, maybe they're jalapeno cheeseburgers. Oh, goddamn. Now we're talking. Um, yeah, so yeah, and uh, I like a White Castle so much that occasionally I used to buy like the microwave ones you can get you know, at the supermarket and you know and uh, bring home, and those are horrid, but they're I'd still eat them. Weenel Snitcher Burgers are better than Burger King, and they're uh, at a hot dog. They're a hot dog place. Okay, I've never heard of that place. We don't have them in here in Michigan. A Weenel Snitchel. <laughs> Uh, okay, now it's just name calling in the, in the chat box about who's got the best fast food. So we'll go ahead and move on from that. Um, my wife actually just sent me a message asking if I would order her a pizza, uh, which I'm not going to respond to because I'm doing a show. <laughs> be kind of hard to order pizza while I'm doing a show. She's uh, been on a diet lately, uh, well, for a while now, uh, but uh, we're going to let her break it occasionally. <laughs> you, that's one thing I found. It's great if your woman wants to go on a diet and you know, lose weight don't encourage her <laughs> don't say anything don't say anything at all there's nothing right you can say to that you know if you if she's doing good that's great if she's not doing good that's great uh, I, I don't think there's any way to actually fucking do to do that right so i don't say anything at all and she's she loses she's lost a whole bunch of weight then she gained a little bit back because she went off her diet then she lost a whole bunch of weight she gained a little bit back she went off her diet and whatever you know um i uh have no opinion on the matter <laughs> You know, and don't get me wrong. Uh, I prefer my wife to be thin instead of fat. I'm not going to lie. It, you know, aesthetically, I, uh, people who are not fat are better than, you know, are easier on the eye than people who are fat. Uh, but that's only part of it. I would love my wife if she got big and fat. I don't want her to, but I, w- I would still love her. Um, but uh, a big part of it is also a health thing. It's super duper unhealthy to be overweight. Um, and that's the main reason why I even try to give her any advice on losing weight or anything like that, you know. If, if it wasn't a health thing and she decided that she, you know, wanted to get big and fat, well, I wouldn't be happy with it, but I still love her. I wouldn't say anything. 
but it's unhealthy. It's not healthy at all. And the more you wait, the more you weigh, the more unhealthy it is. That entire fat is healthy is just bullshit. It is. It is. It 100% is. You can't, you can't tell me any other way. You can be strong in fat. Um, you can even have decent cardio in fat. Cause you know, there are people that, you know, work their ass off and just eat so shitty that it, you know, it overcomes it. So, so those people can be strong and they can ha- actually even have decent cardio, but their cardio will be much better if they didn't weigh as much. But the thing is, even if you're really strong and you've got good cardio, all that extra weight is killing you. Literally, it fucks up your joints. It makes your heart work harder to do what it needs to do to carry around that extra mass. Every day, all that extra weight is fucking killing you. Um, So there's no way that I can sit there and watch my wife gain weight and not say something about it. Luckily, I didn't really have to. She decided herself that she'd had enough. <laughs> she, she'd she said before, uh, she was thin for most of her life and then got big and fat and then got really sick and lost all of it. And, she, and so she knew that there was a point where it's your point of past no return. And she already said that she would never let herself get over 200 pounds because that when it, that's after 200 pounds, it made life hard <laughs> and it made hard and it made it harder to lose the weight. So she, I think she got up to like, honestly, like, in the 180s or something don't tell her i told you um and now and she's and she's lost like 20 years she's 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 doing good i'm not gonna give, give you guys weights that's a, that's a bullshit thing to do <laughs> but yeah she's doing well and i'm really happy for her about it um but i won't but i won't back off on that at all uh you see all those articles you know where they try to promote uh fat being fat people being healthy and that's just not true don't get me wrong if you've accepted the risks of being fat on your health, then more power to you. I don't care if you're fat or not. Dude, I don't judge people. You know, I don't have to fuck you. Go ahead. <laughs> be as fat as you want, guys. But be aware that you're taking health risks. Now, some people take that a step farther that they they say that, uh, um, oh, sorry, I was on the wrong thing. <laughs> um, some people say that it's, unfair to other people for fat people to be fat because it puts a strain on the healthcare system. And basically we all have to pay a little more on our insur- health insurance because fat people are fat. And I'm sure that's true, but I'm not going to nit- nitpick it that much. I, you know, I'm not going to go, go around trying to shame fat people because they make my insurance cost a little bit more. I'm not that worried about it. Um, <laughs> Jay, we want to hear you order a pizza. Yeah, no, I don't do that. <laughs> order is annoyed. Um, and it's called skinny fat. Oh, yeah, and don't get me wrong, Archie. Before I started working out, that's exactly what I was. I was skinny fat. Um, when I was 40, I was six foot eight, weighed 193 or 94 pounds, and none of it was muscle. <laughs> you know how I know this? Because I started doing yoga and lo- got down from 194 to about a 172 or something <laughs> so 72 82 92 yeah so uh i had 20 pounds of fat on me 20 pounds because you know i didn't gain any muscle really during the first part of doing yoga it just burned all the fat off really or if i gained any muscle it was very little amounts uh so i lost 20 pounds of fat and i was 6 8 and 190 right now i'm 6 8 and about 190 a little bit under actually i think i'm down to 188 because I'm not, I'm not eating right and I look completely different than I did back then because <laughs> for at least most of this 190 or 188 isn't fat anymore. Uh, a little bit is. <laughs> like I said, I've been having issues lately. But, uh, but uh, you know, it's, it's completely different. 
Oh, see, now they're talking about cabbage. The wolf called, castle says cabbage, who was a fighter, but was fat and had good cardio and fast hands. Well, yeah, of course, I mean, it is possible to have good cardio uh, and be and be and be carrying extra weight. It's just harder. It makes it more difficult. It would be. Here's a good example. Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson is an MMA fighter for the UFC. I don't know if he actually. I think he's moved over to Bellator now. Uh, Roy Nelson is an amazing fighter. So his ground skills are fucking off the hook. He's an amazing uh, ground fighter. Uh, the thing is, he's also a big fat person. He fights at heavyweight. Uh, and the dude should be fighting at middleweight, literally. The guy could fight, uh, what's he walk around? He goes around like 230, 240 or something. And the guy could fight at 185 if he got if he lost all the weight. Um, and he had a, But he had a really good career. Uh, he also got good at knocking people out because all that extra weight makes for a really heavy punch. Um, and he had decent cardio and, and he did well, but as good as he did as a heavyweight, I honestly think the dude could have been fucking a champ at middleweight. He had the skills. He just didn't want to lose the weight. He didn't care. He didn't care enough. He, he got by with being fat. So as disciplined as he was, um, because you have to be disciplined to be a, a fighter in the UFC. There's lots of training, lots of skills you need to learn, you know, as disciplined as he was in most ways, he couldn't be disciplined in his diet because I'm sure the dude knew that he would be better in a lower weight class. I mean, he can't be stupid. You know, uh, that's just a fact that you look in a mirror and you go, yeah, that's slowing me down. You know, because basically he was a middleweight fighting everybody with like 30 or 40 fucking pounds of fat on him all the time. You know, and that's quite the handicap to have. Uh, And, and that's just, and when I say Roy, Roy Nelson's a big fat person, well, yeah, he is, but, not compared to like real, real, real fat people. When, when we get into like the, my 600 pound life, people stuff that weigh people that weigh like four or 500 pounds. Um, Ryan Nelson's a, a, you know, a 240 pound guy that should weigh about 180. Um, that's a big difference than a, uh, four or 500 pound dude. And I don't understand how those people live their life at all. I mean, I, after a certain point, they don't obviously, but I, I know someone, uh, that I, that I work with, that's gotta be four, four or 500 pounds. Got got to be five hundred pounds, God. Yeah, because he's a big dude. He's like six one, so he's not short, and he's big. Um, and I don't know how the fuck he lives like that. It's got to be a horrible, miserable existence. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Dragging off point out Mark Hunt too. Mark Hunt, uh, another one that is as good as he was. Um, was probably a uh, probably would have had a better career if he would decided to get down to like. I'm not sure if he that dude could have got down to middleweight, but he could have got down to probably light heavyweight, no problem. You know, God, he would have been a fucking killer. Holy shit. Could you imagine Mark Hunt at light heavyweight just fucking knocking people's heads off? Oh, God damn. Yeah, what could have been, right? Uh, and then, But then you see people on the other end of the MMA thing that, uh, you know, try to cut too much weight. They're trying to get too much of an advantage. You know, uh, people that are fighting at 145 or 135 that really have no business fighting at that. And, and a lot of them can't do it that long. They start off that, that early in the career, and then they eventually go up a weight class or two uh, as they get older and their man man muscles come in, so to speak. Yeah. But, you know, who am I to judge? I don't do that shit at all. So my, what does my opinion matter, right? All right, let's see what else we got to talk about tonight. Mm. Someone's talking about Amsterdam. Yeah, that would have been a fun place to go before I got married. <laughs> Not so much anymore. Uh, let's see. People talk about tequila. I don't drink tequila. 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, not a lot to talk about tonight, folks. I don't know. Let's go over to Twitter. I haven't done that. I've never went over to Twitter. Twitter's kind of boring for me, actually. I'm not on it. I try to cruise through it a little bit, uh, but for the most part. And, and I know I should be because I know Twitter is a very useful tool for, like, uh, social media and spreading the word on this awesome show that you guys are listening to. Um, but it's just dumb. <laughs> Twitter's dumb. I, I don't I don't really enjoy it. I mean, yes, no. I, there's a couple people that I follow on Twitter that I enjoy following and checking on their stuff. But for the most part, I don't give a shit. <laughs> there's lots of people I follow just because I should be following them. I try to interact with them. Um, but Twitter's dumb. What about you guys? You guys is Twitter dumb for you guys too? Did you guys? I don't you know. I don't think I know any of the regulars are on, on the show or even on Twitter, as far as I know. Uh yeah, there's there, in the chat box. They're still talking about weight cutting and stuff. Uh, Archie mentioned that Anthony Johnson was bigger than him and cut to Walter Wade. There's a, yeah, there's a good example. Of someone uh, who probably should have just went ahead and started out their career at a at a heavier weight. Um, Anthony jo- Johnson started off at Walter weight then moved up to middleweight, then moved up to, like, light heavyweight, and then then basically up to heavyweight. <laughs> and really, uh, he performed his best when he, you know, at, like, light heavyweight, I think, really. Yep. Sly Dog says he has no social media at all, off the grid. Yeah, some days I wish I was like that. Most of the time not. I enjoy social media. It's, uh, I'm bored a lot, so <laughs> it really helps to entertain me. So there, there is that. Oh, let's see. Oh, in the news, Florida teacher who would drive student to school is accused of sexually abusing him. All right, let's see how bad I'm going to feel for this dude. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't. It's hard. To, I know it's always the same joke. It's like, oh, it's hard to feel bad for that dude, right? A 30-year-old Florida high school teacher has been arrested on actually, excuse me, accusations that she sexually abused a 15-year-old student. On Friday, Ariel Madden-Reed of Sebring was arrested and charged with 10 counts of sexual battery on a, on a victim ages 12 to 18 by a teacher who has custodial authority of that student. That's a pretty specific charge. <laughs> Let's see, see if you can find any salacious details. Reed's husband, John Patrick Reed, 37, was also arrested on Friday. <laughs> He's charged with interference with the execution of a search warrant. He slammed the door in our face when we were trying to come in, and then he was just very uncooperative throughout the entire thing. Now, let's see. Oh, here we go. Question by detectives. The boys described multiple sexual encounters between himself and Reed between November of 2020 and earlier this month. Goddamn, dude, really? Earlier this month? The student alleged that they had sex in Reed's home, sometimes with her husband there, as well as in her car. And in the closet in her classroom in the high school, the release says. That seems like the last place you'd want to do something like this would be in the classroom. But I guess your thinking isn't really on that straight if you're involved in that kind of relationship in the first place, Drezzo told the uh, told, uh, news. Hmm. According to the affidavit, the alleged abuse began in December when, Dreve, when Reed drove the student, sometimes to and fro school. And I'm talking poor today. He said Reed told him she was attracted to him since the first day of school. Well, that's uh, a bummer. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't understand either side of that, really. I'll be honest with you. I don't understand, obviously, the entire woman that going after a minor thing. Uh, 15, God, 
I don't remember any of the 15 year olds in my school looking like a dude yet. You know, they were still pretty young. I mean, yeah, we had, we had a couple uh farm bred big dudes at 15, but they, nobody didn't look like men. They looked like boys. So I don't understand any chick, you know, being into that. And then, but of course there's the other side of that. What 15 year old is banging a reasonably attractive 30 year old, uh, and then decides to turn her in like immediately like they banged for like two months and uh like and he turned her in like days after he banged her um that makes zero sense to me why would you do that i mean i mean i, I guess it's good because you know a crime has been committed and someone needs to be punished for it and all that stuff but i don't understand the dude thinking on this and it's it's not just this guy it happens quite often where the uh, kid you know after it happens for a while tells now sometimes it's the kid being stupid you know he tells his friends and he's bragging and all this good stuff words gets around and then uh you know and then they get in trouble for it uh but in certain cases and this is one of them the uh, victim themselves went to the police <clears throat> you know and and i'm saying you know that i don't, don't understand uh how a kid you know at, at 15 i'm no i wouldn't be fucking doing that <laughs> you know uh yeah, at 15, I think I'd fuck a rock if I thought there was a snake behind it. Fuck, I'd probably fuck the snake if he held its head. Um, so yeah, to me that would that wouldn't. But I guess that makes it even worse because this cat, this kid's head was messed up enough by it, messed up enough by it that he felt the need to basically turn her in. So that's just a weird situation, no matter way which way you look at it. Oh well. Once again, I'm glad I don't have kids. I don't know how you people do it. There's so much shitty shit out there to affect kids today. Dragonoff says parents probably found out. Well, the article said that the kid uh, uh, reported it. I guess, um, but who knows? The parents might have found out about it and told the kid he needed to report it or or whatever. Yeah. Did I just take the podcast to bestiality? No. Hypothetically speaking, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Believe it or not, that's not my that's not my saying. I got that from my dad. That was one of my dad's sayings. Not my stepdad, my actual dad. <clears throat> yep, he would say, you know, he can always say that, you know, he wasn't very picky. <laughs> I was like, well, thanks, Dad. I appreciate that. I'm sure mom appreciates that as well. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got to talk about. We got enough time for one more topic, don't we? Let's see. Watch the White Stripes terror through an unearthed 2005 live performance. I'll pass on that. Although I actually do like the White Stripes. Uh, I think one of the reasons I like the White Stripes is they're easy to play. Uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I play bass and I can actually play some White Stripes songs. I don't remember. You know what? That's a lie. I don't know how to play any songs because I don't have anything memorized. Like if you handed me a bass and told me to play a White Stripes songs right now, I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't have anything memorized. Rocksmith throws you rolling tablature. So I, uh, I'm really good at picking up a song. Like if you threw me the tablature and you know, and put it up in front of my eyes where I could see it while I'm playing, I'd probably pick it up pretty fucking quick because that's how Rocksmith works. But the downside of that is I don't remember anything. I can't play a single song. I can't play anything. Not one song. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that being said, uh, the ones that I can play along too well, like White Stripes is a, is a pretty good one to play along to because they're pretty simple. Uh, uh, Jack White's uh, obviously very musically talented, but to be truthful, a lot of what he writes is pretty fucking easy, at least the, at least the bass stuff. Um, another another one like that is uh, I've noticed is the Black Keys, which is appropriate, White Stripes, Black Keys. Uh, the Black Keys, 
because they're, they're a similar style of band, really. Um, a lot of their stuff is also really easy to play on the bass. Um, so I like their songs. <laughs> you know what? Actually, having said that, I don't think I have any Black Keys loaded into any of my playlists right now. And I think I have one uh, White Stripe song <laughs> loaded in my playlist. So I found that what I like to play and what I like to listen to are uh, different in a lot of ways. Uh, like recently, I've been getting into playing a lot of uh, uh, Steve Miller. He's a lot of fun. Oh, we've got a caller. Imagine that. Well, hello there, Mr. Ghost. What can I do for you today? I see dead people. Do they know they're dead? <laughs> well, okay. At least we had a call for the show, right? Yay. <laughs> uh, Archie says Rocksmith is motor function practice. You need to memorize that to have not, you have the motor skills down. Yeah. And that's why I decided I figured uh, it's time to try to, if nothing else, I would like to be able to play a, a song with somebody at, cert, at some point. I realize there's not going to be a lot of them because, you know, it's hard to memorize songs. And like right now, I can say, I know how to play a thousand songs, which I don't. I know how to rocksmith a thousand songs. So I'm, th I'm hoping that learning to memorize them will help you with a little bit more of the theory and such. Because uh, right now, I don't feel like I don't really know how to play an instrument. I know how to play along. So, you know, I don't say that on the OG because I don't like... Uh, getting shit on for it but with you guys i can be honest with you guys i've been playing bass for six or seven or eight years or something like that now and i don't really feel like i'm any good at it so we are going to uh try to um take the next step up hopefully it will um work out and if not it was like a 300 amp so it's not the end of the world <laughs> anyways it looks like it's about the end of the show i want to thank you guys all for listening i can't do it without you um we're going to be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock to do this shit all over again. Sometimes I wonder why. <laughs> but uh, anyways, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, that'd be fucking awesome. I'm Passive J over there. Uh, the show's got a Twitter as well, but I don't really fuck with that. So, <laughs> Anyways, I'll be back tomorrow at 6. Uh, until then, I'm Passive J. You guys have yourself a great day. Sing tune for the OG.